asked our resident HR specialist, Paula Jones-Hunt, to join us for our coaching cafe to share with us how a coaching approach really works for the annual performance conversation. And say a very good afternoon to you or good morning wherever you are listening to our podcast live or watching this webinar live. Perhaps you're listening to the podcast on your favourite streaming service. My name is Natalie Ashdown from the Open Door Coaching Group and it is great to welcome you and our dear, wonderful HR, resident HR specialist Paula Jones-Hunt to the line. Good morning, Paula. Hi, Natalie. Lovely to be here. And today we are on our coaching cafe thinking about asking better questions during our performance conversations. And it's very exciting because we've been saying hello to everyone on the line and I'm looking at you all getting ready for you to jump in and share your great questions with us as well. As always, before we begin, let us acknowledge the traditional owners on the land of the of which we're all meeting today and their continuing connection to the land, waters and the communities of Australia and our international Indigenous owners of traditional lands internationally. We pay our respects to you all, uh, to elders past, present and emerging. So our agenda for today, we're going to continue our series around annual performance conversations. We are very keen to really drill into why this topic is so important. Many of you on the line know that already but we've got some recent research for you as well just to highlight why we need to be focusing on coaching during performance conversations. We want to share our performance conversation model with you and, of course, I'm looking at all the great coaches on the line. We want to be generating questions together and, Paula, my eyes are on you to help us with this as well with your vast knowledge of a wealth of knowledge and experience. Um, for those of you that are new to the Coaching Cafe, I always say welcome to you all. We are all about creating a community, sharing our thought-provoking conversations and sharing our experience. We come together at this time every Friday live and you then have the opportunity to listen as you're doing now on the podcast. And if you're keen to pick up your ICF CCEUs, then that will be available at the end of the session. So why are these conversations so important? Well, we know they're important. We talked about that last week and the week before in terms of looking for an uplift in performance from people and the impact of the impact on people and people's performance if we do performance conversations really poorly. But let me offer you these statistics as well. And Paula, I'd be interested in your commentary as well. Employees who strongly agree that they've had conversations with their manager in the past six months about their goals and successes are 2.8 times more likely to be engaged. So managers are nearly three times more engaged if employees have been engaging in these conversations with their managers. So that's the upside. The downside is, though, that traditional approaches to performance evaluations are deeply flawed, says the research from Gallup.com. For example, only 14% of employees strongly agree that the reviews they receive inspire them to perform better. Kind of breaks my heart. Only 26 of employee 26% of employees strongly agree that they are accurate only 29% strongly agree that they are fair and so not surprisingly the result is that performance reviews actually make performance worse 
about one third of the time, and that is research from Gallup. Paula, you have probably the most experience that I know of around this topic and engaging managers around performance conversations. What's your reaction to those those great statistics, 2.8 times more likely to be engaged, but also uh, strongly agree that they're not accurate, not fair, and they are actually worse. What are you What are you thinking? Yeah, I guess I'm not surprised on both counts, really. Um, and I think that the the key point is, and we talked about it in one of the other ones too, is that this conversation, your performance review conversation, should be the twelfth conversation that you have in a twelve month period, because you're having regular conversations with your with your staff member members along the way. So if you're doing that and if you're asking really great coaching questions and if you're really engaging that person to take ownership of their role and responsibilities, know what it is that they need to do, of course they're going to be more likely to be engaged and succeed. It makes perfect sense. If on the flip side of that you're using the performance review um, as a, if, if you're not going into it with a view of engaging and being successful and building that person up, if you're going in there to let them know that they're not doing a great job, the performance review is actually not the right place for that and it is very likely to demotivate someone. You want to be having those conversations as things are popping up that aren't working rather than saving it all up in a bottle to, to throw it out there. But even if that's not what you're wanting to do, if you're going into these into these conversations and you're focusing on the form what is the form, fill the form in, make sure I fit the form, then your staff aren't going to be that excited about those conversations either. What they really want to do is to be able to present the present how they feel about what they've been doing and get some feedback on um, how that's working and what's going on. And if you can have a really great conversation, you're going to lift, you're going to lift that engagement. If you're not having a really great conversation, it's going to squish engagement like a bug. Absolutely. Yes, yes. And we will talk about those trickier conversations in our next uh, coaching cafe as well. And you're absolutely right, um, Paula. The conversations are a great opportunity to celebrate the year, uh, to think about uh, how we've added value. Uh, thinking about also Anna Lee's presentation last week, for those of you that you missed it, it, it has become one of our most highly um, rated and highly rated podcasts, looking at the gender penalties in particular around performance conversations and the, the, the gender gap when it comes to women and performance conversations. So I am concerned also that um, not only are we having uh, potentially a negative impact generally on people if we're not taking a coaching approach, but that impact is actually escalated or amplified when it comes to women in particular. So what I'm interested in, and this is where we have all these great coaches on the line as well, what are we going to do about this? Let's do something about it. And what I want to offer everyone today, and for those of you that have done um, Open Doors Certificate 4 in Workplace and Business Coaching, you'll be you'll be familiar with Open Doors Performance Conversation Model. And I remember when we actually redesigned this model, I was sitting on a plane. I think I was heading to Perth, actually, Paula. So I had four hours to think about this. And I just wrote across the top of my of my page, how do we do performance conversations better? 
And I just started really brainstorming, like, what are the top questions that we need to ask to be able to do performance conversations better, to coach people during performance conversations? And we already had a a frame of this model, and then I think we've just made it better. So I would really encourage everyone on the line to jump in with other questions that they'd like to ask as well. And, Paula, of course, I'll throw to you. The performance conversation model that we have, it starts with proud. We want to be asking uh, people that we are coaching. We want to be asking people that we're having conversations with, what's gone well? What is going well for you? What have you achieved? And remembering that many people actually undervalue their performance. Now, you do have the overrators, and we'll talk about that next week. But a lot of people, and as we talked about last week, particularly women, undervalue their performance. So what are you particularly proud of is one of my favourite questions. How did you play to your strengths? What do we need to celebrate? So like you said, Paula, this is the 12th conversation in a series of conversations, and now we're summarising what we're proud of, how we've added value, uh, what we feel like we've achieved through the past year. Um, Do you want to add some extra questions there? Well, I guess I'd just add in here too is that you actually be quite surprised that maybe what you think they are proud of is not the things that they're actually proud of. Um, and that there's smaller things that come through when asking these types of questions. So they're actually beautiful gifts to give to people to go, what is it that you're, yeah, what, what are you really proud of? What did you work on that you're really proud of? What piece of work is most significant for you um, in for this period of time? Um, where did you have the most fun this year? What what were you doing that really engaged you and, and activated um, your enthusiasm? So they're, they're just really good opportunities. And and for managers too, um, anyone on the line, honestly, save yourself all the heartache of having to think that you have to drive this whole conversation. I'm saying give it back to the people. Give it back to the person it's about to get them to, to tell you what's going on as well. So it's an opportunity to, to for that person to really click in and and acknowledge the things that they thought they did really well. Yeah, thank you. And I definitely agree with you there, Paula, um, that you can and actually should, you know, give these questions to your employees so that they frame the conversation uh, in a really positive way. And, Elizabeth, thank you jumping in saying, asking the question around what motivates you or what's motivated you the most this year. Uh, Georgia, thank you, she said. Um, it's also an opportunity to align the team or the organisation values or align to a team or organisational values. So thinking about how are you contributing to the values? How have you contributed to the team this year? What 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 have you achieved the most around that? Um, and then Jono just giving his endorsement here, saying that he loves the model, continues to use it to this day, um, and last week even with two annual reviews with his team. So, yeah, absolutely. This is this is what we're trying to do is give you some really good practical coaching questions um, to help you move forward and giving those questions to your team members to rethink about in the in preparation is wonderful. The other thing I like about this is we can also add to it. So this is how I've seen you. Uh, this is what I've seen you achieve. This is how I've seen you align to the organisational values. This is what how I see that you've uh, contributed to the team this year and added value. So all of those questions are really off. Um, all of that additional commentary uh, is really important as well. 
We can also talk about the challenges. So let's talk about uh, the challenges. Now, this is not the old hamburger approach. We're not saying something good, saying something bad, saying something good. What we're thinking about is um, uh, there's things that you have achieved. There's, there's going to have been challenging times throughout the year. So where have you experienced challenges this year? What was the impact of those challenges? How did you overcome those challenges? So this is this is what we're celebrating from a performance review point of view is how the person overcame those challenges. Um, and I really want to add in there around what lessons did you learn? So the performance conversation is a great opportunity for reflection. What lessons did we learn from those challenges that we can do differently? What can we change? Um, what's still outstanding? And what strengths did you actually call upon? We know that a strengths-based approach to performance conversations has an um, has the opportunity to have a 36 and a half percent uplift in performance. That's what the research is suggesting. And even the recent research increases engagement, uh, increases, uh, decreases absenteeism, increases productivity. So thinking about where you've experienced the challenges, but also how you overcame those challenges, I think are really important questions. Paula, what would you like to add to this? You're listening to the Open Door Coaching Coaching Cafe podcast. And for more information on programs run by Open Door Coaching, head to our website at opendoorcoaching.com.au. Now back to the podcast. Yeah, I agree on all of that, is that it's not about not acknowledging that there were challenges because if you're not being challenged, then you're probably not, like, you need challenges in life. In that growth mindset, it says, um, you, you might not be there yet, but let's have a look at it and say, and look at what's going on. So, yeah, where did you where where was the greatest challenge? What 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 proved the most difficult for you this year? But I think you are very right. In, and then it's looking at and then what did you do about that? And what was the greatest learning that you got? And how will you now utilize this learning that you've got in what you do moving forward? Yes, I really like those questions. Um, there is definitely an opportunity to pause the recording if you're listening to this later. Write down all these questions, send them to your team members. You are taking a coaching approach and that's obviously what we're talking about um, today. So we are then uh, scaffolding what you're talking about there, Paula, by thinking about and by thinking about the improvements now. So we're thinking about where you've come from, uh, what you're proud of, what what you've overcome, and the reflective questions come into this around what can you focus on for continuous improvement? So where will your focus be this year for continuous improvement? Uh, I Everyone knows that knows me knows my favourite question is what would you like to change or do differently? This can bring out some really, really great information. It's good opportunity for feedback as well. Um, and then, of course, what would be the benefit of the change? So we're not just going to run around doing change for change's sake. What, what would be the benefit of change? This is where we can actually untap some of the ideas that people might have been, been uh, thinking about. Uh, the performance conversation is not the time to unpack all of those ideas, but it is definitely an opportunity to put a pin in them um, and think about how we can come back to them. Uh, feel free, uh, the coaches on the line, please jump in and tell us what other questions you're thinking about here as well. We're happy to pick up your questions. Paula, I really think, you know, we live and breathe continuous improvement, as you know, um, change and, and doing things differently and learning and reflecting. Uh, what's your response when I suggest that we need to focus on these things during performance conversations as well? 
Yeah, absolutely, because you're setting up your next 12 months. So what you're looking at is you're saying, this is what this was what happened in the last 12 months. This is what I'm really proud of. These are some of the areas we had challenges in it. Acknowledge it and talk about it. And then the improvement is the what does the next 12 months look like and what will we be focusing on in our monthly catch-ups until the next year, the, ne- the next 12 months comes along. So the improvement is really um, a key element here because it's the for me it's the how do we move forward now? We know this, we know what happened. How do we move forward? What are we going to do with this information? You know, where where are we going to focus your strengths this year? What what's the impact that you want from where we're going to focus this? How is it, how can you further contribute to the organisation through the values, through the the what we're what we're trying to focus on? What's the impact that you'd like to have on your team moving forward? How would you like to um, connect in from a relationship perspective and build on what you've already established? I love all of those questions. And as always, a great opportunity for me to pause and start writing them all down. And Elizabeth's jumped in with how will those improvements align with your goals and objectives or your KPIs, your KRAs or whatever it is that you're being measured on. Patty, thank you for jumping in and saying, which of your strengths will you use to achieve those improvements and change? So what a fantastic question as well. So taking that strengths-based approach to, to coaching and the strengths-based approach to the performance review doesn't mean that we're not thinking about weaknesses. We're thinking about where there's a weakness, where there's a non-strength, what will you do to overcome those weaknesses? How will you ensure that it doesn't limit your performance or limit the performance of the team? Um, or is it allowable? So when we take a strengths-based approach, we're thinking about, well, how will you use your strengths and are those weaknesses allowable given the team that we actually have around us? So thank you um, for bringing that back as well, Patty. I appreciate that. And finally, we're thinking about the plan. So most performance conversations lead to some form of documentation of a plan, documentation of development areas, documentation of key things to be thinking about in the forthcoming period. Uh, And so all of these um, questions around what steps can you take to move forward, what's the plan for the next period, so I like two months, three months, six months, year, what resources do you need, how can you leverage your strengths, how can I support you as your coach or as your manager? Uh, and I really like to think about um, the question that George has asked here too. How would you like to feel moving forward? So we might be working with people who are not feeling um, as good about their their situation. So how would you like to feel? And we can pick that up in a further conversation as well. Um, thanks for that pick up as well, Elizabeth. We like to talk about development areas instead of weaknesses, um, as you said. So, yeah, I don't like to use the term weaknesses. That comes out of the strengths um, discussions. But these, um, uh, we'll talk about that as well. We've got a webinar planned around strengths-based performance conversations as well. So these questions about what's the plan, what are we going to it's not just what are we going to write in this box here. It says fill out, you know, your development. It's not about thinking about, oh, let's find some courses that you need to do. Of course, if that course is our certificate form of like business coaching, of course, that's fine. Um, <laughs> but um, what, what are the major um, goals or milestones, plans for the, for the forthcoming year? Um, Paula, what do you think about this kind of um, approach to summarising, you know, the way forward? Yeah, I like to think about it is of if we're having this conversation in 12 months' time, what are some of the things that you want to be proud of? 
What are some of the things that that you've worked on that you're that you're really happy about? What do, what do we want to be talking about in this conversation in twelve months' time? So that instead of just focusing on KPIs, which are very critical and HR people love them, but it's more about how do I bring those KPIs to life and what will that look like and feel like when we're having this conversation in 12 months' time? And obviously think- we, chunk it, we chunk it down, um, but, but it's setting it up to say what is our vision? What is, what is your vision for the next 12 months of what you want to achieve in, this, in the role that you're doing in, the, in this organisation? It's a really great, great uh, approach that you're talking about there, Paula. I'm thinking about for the coaches on the line, you know about future pacing, so you know about thinking about let's track forward 12 months' time and look back on the year that we've had. So it's it's June 2024, for example. What kind of year do we want to have had? What do you want to be saying uh, at this time next year that you're proud of, that you've achieved? And it's a really nice way of doing it. Um, so thank you for bringing that up. Um, Paula. For those of of you that are listening to this uh, live, feel free to take a screenshot of our slide here um, or you can pick it up in the blog uh, as well for those people that that are listening to this on your favourite streaming service. We're thinking about how do we have great conversations during our performance conversation season. How do we focus on what people are proud of? Let's talk about the challenges. Let's talk about what they've learned and do that reflection around improvement and then finalise it with what are we going to do to move forward? So the plan kicks in here as well. Um, feel free to jump in, anybody, as, you, um, as you're as you thinking about the different questions. It just provides a really simple framework for moving forward. I think performance conversations often go astray because people are not prepared they haven't really thought about it Um, and as we've talked about in our past uh, webinars particularly last week's webinars people are really underrating themselves so more preparation uh, to ensure that you're bringing uh, out your best here uh, I think will make a massive difference Um, the pre-reflection as Georgia has suggested is really valuable yeah and I think other thoughts yeah, uh, what you said before is actually a key point. Is this is not the the whole purpose of this exercise is not to trip people up. <laughs> it's not to yeah. get a, ter- a terrible experience. It's supposed to be an opportunity for feedback on both sides and to to figure out what happened and reflect and be really proud of things and move forward. So, it's not you don't have to keep the questions a secret. I actually think um, as well as the pre-performance evaluation form that most organisations have, I think having these questions and saying here's some questions to think about and let's have a talk about it in the session. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really, really important. Well, uh, our questions, oh, thank you, Patty. So Patty's jumped in and suggested that her questions uh, for her, the questions for her organisation are given two weeks in advance. So that is fantastic for people. A, a good kind of time frame, isn't it? Not, not months ago, so they, they lose them. But once they're starting to think about that performance conversation about two weeks in, two weeks out, really nice timing there, I think, as well. Well, thank you, everyone. I do want to just take the last couple of minutes of our our coaching cafe today just to let you know we have made it a very exciting announcement. Uh, You 
all of you who have achieved our Certificate 4 in Workplace and Business Coaching have another opportunity, actually. We have a vision around taking the accredited coach training that we're doing out to the masses. And that means you, we need you involved. So you have the opportunity to become a level one accredited coach trainer. This is with the International Coach Federation. Um, Open Door is an accredited coach training organization. As you know, we have been for many, many years. Um, And now this is a really exciting opportunity to take the resources, the materials, uh, the work that you know and you've learned and you love, uh, take that to your organizations. You can become um, a level one accredited coach trainer. So if you're interested in this, please hit us up on the website. Please book a time in uh, Paula's diary uh, to talk more about it. Uh, we are really keen um, to, we'll be running um, a level one accredited coach training course. And uh, we've got our eyes on everyone <laughs> as a pathway now for um, you bringing coaching to your organization. So the announcement was just made last night. Uh, You would have all received an email about it and please feel free to um, connect with us around that. So uh, thank you, everyone. It's been wonderful to have you join us um, today. We've got lots of um, great programs uh, coming up. Uh, We also have a special end-of-year financial end of financial year deal going on. Uh, lots of great programs for you to, to connect with us. And of course, if you'd like to take the next step in terms of building a culture of coaching within your organization, then you training in the materials that you know and love, um, we would be so excited to talk to you about that as well. So thanks everyone. It's been wonderful to um, have you join us on the webinar today. Uh, please check in with the last couple of uh, podcasts that we've, we've shared with you, uh, as well, because there's some really, really engaging conversations, uh, that we've been having, uh, around performance conversations. And this will continue for the next couple of weeks. Thank you, everyone. We hope that you really enjoy your coaching, uh, and we look forward to catching up with you at our next podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Coaching Cafe podcast. You can watch the full video of this podcast on our website. I'll put a link in the show notes. We'll see you at the next Coaching Cafe.